stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I'm sorry for the embarrassment this matter has caused to Canada, India, my community and family and friends. Well, more follow today from that India trip. I think at this point, that's all I need to say. And I think everybody knows what we're talking about here. That was the voice of Jasper Atwal, who was convicted in 1987 of attempting to murder a politician from India, a cabinet minister from India who was visiting B.C. It was funny because that conviction was 31 years ago. Jasper Atwal's lawyer today many times referred to it as almost four decades ago. We're rounding up now, folks. Uh, but why was Jasper Atwal part of this delegation in India? Why was he invited to these events with the prime minister? And that's been the nagging question from this trip because it was a huge embarrassment for the prime minister. It was not good, not good at all for Canada-India relations. So it was a weird event today. Jasper Atwal decided he was going to hold a news conference, which was basically him reading from a statement and his lawyer answering questions. So we didn't get a lot from Mr. Atwal. He feels bad about the embarrassment he caused to uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. But more importantly, he made it clear that he has visited India and that there was nothing weird about the fact that he visited India this most recent time, which really puts to rest, I think, this bizarre conspiracy theory that the federal government tried to float, that there was some kind of backdoor deal to sneak him into the country so as to embarrass Justin Trudeau. It was the top national security bureaucrat who went to reporters to put this conspiracy out there, this business about rogue elements in the India government. Well, I think that narrative lies in ruins here. The other interesting point made at this press conference today was that all of this is ancient history. Sure, Mr. Atwal did some bad things, but that was a long, long time ago. And the whole issue of Sikh extremism, that's not really much of an issue anymore. Well, is it? Joining us uh, for some thoughts on what we saw today and everything that's led up to this. Terry Glavin, journal, uh, journalist and author, joins us, and he's got a fascinating piece up at NationalPost.com. Terry, thanks so much for joining us here. Hi, nice to talk to you again, Ron. Yeah, likewise. Um, first of all, your impressions on what Jasper Latwell had to say today. Well, I mean, this is a long and sad story, so I suppose it's always nice a little bit of, you know, we can sort of inject a little bit of humor into it, yeah? Yes. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, my, I think it comp, it's a bit complicated, but it's really pretty straightforward. You know, when he showed up on those invitation lists and he got his picture taken with Sophie Gregoire, Trudeau's wife in Mumbai, and he was supposed to go to that uh, soiree at the Canadian High Commission, you know, everybody was, holy crap, how did this happen and why, you know, holy moly, what a terrible mistake and all this sort of thing. There's another way of looking at it, you know. Um, it, 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 this guy is such a political operative in the, oh, he was on the Writing Association re- recently in uh, the liberal uh, writing of Surrey Fleetwood Port Kells. Uh, you know, he rides around Surrey in a Humvee. You know, he's a big wheeler dealer in, the, in liberal party circles, although he has hung out with uh, conservatives and New Democrats as well. Um, the question, I think, would be more, you know, if he wasn't there, he would almost have been missed. 
<laughs> Why wouldn't he have been at this party? You know, he's such a fixture, a uh, Liberal Party fixture, that, um, that, I mean, I think that's the thing to keep your eye on. The idea that he's some kind of security threat, I've always thought was kind of silly. I mean, you know, we had, uh, you know, Neil McDonald uh, going on and a long op-ed in the CBC, you know, how come he's not on a no-flies list and all this sort of thing. Jasper Atwal has been back to India a number of times. I guess he was, let's see now, 2010, 2012, 2017, twice, uh, and this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, you know, the idea that this is some kind of India, you know, research and analysis wing, uh, intelligence, black ops, you know, Operation Embarrass Justin. (laughs) It's just, you know, and I have to say, I mean, I was on to Daniel Jean quite a while ago. He's national security and intelligence advisor to Trudeau, and I don't mean to be uncharitable. He replaced Richard Fadden, former deputy minister of defense, former director of the Canadian Security and Intelligence Service, guy with serious black... Uh, background and credentials. Daniel Jean, I mean, the guy's never been a security guard at Walmart, okay? Uh, He has absolutely no credentials in intelligence and uh, national security. He was trotted out to float this preposterous conspiracy theory. And here's the thing, you know, you had Trudeau sort of reenacting the Beatles' 1968 Maharishi Mahesh Yogi magical mystery tour thing across <laughs> India with all the costumes and the dance party, uh, one after the other. And the only valid reason for Trudeau to have been in India was to sign the Framework Agreement on Terrorism and Cooperation uh, and Security Cooperation with Modi. That was it. It was to reassure the Modi government that Canada is not again, yet again, becoming a safe haven for Khalistani whack jobs. And this argument that it's all in the past and why are we bringing this stuff up and gosh, it was so long ago. Well, it was so long ago for sure for the majority, the overwhelming majority of Sikhs in Canada who are just dismayed that this stuff is being, you know, uh, is, is being you know, flagged under their noses again, and they're being made to wear all of this stuff. Uh, I think we really have to have some empathy for Sikhs in this, to have, you know, be dragged through all this stuff again. But, you know, when he was in India, when Justin finally got his meeting with uh, the Punjab chief minister, um, uh, and Hajan was there, Sajjan was there as well, uh, the defense minister, he was given nine names of Canadians, five of whom at least are wanted in India right now uh, for a series, uh, in connection with a series of assassinations, Khalistani terror operations in Punjab over the past couple of years. This is a very real issue in India. And India is the world's most populous democracy. Uh, we have allowed our relationships with, the, with, with India over the past 20 years to slide. We've given uh, preferential access to China, uh, the world is dividing at the moment between the authoritarian regi- regimes, uh, Tehran, uh, Moscow, Beijing, and the democracies. Mother India is the most important democracy 
uh, in the within the liberal democratic order, and we treat them like this, uh, and we can treat their people uh, like that, like like props, like extras in some sort of Bollywood, you know, vignettes with uh, our prime minister in wedding dresses, and we bring, you know, <laughs> this guy uh, Atwal shows up. I mean, that's why it's embarrassing. That and 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 it's it was compounded by this preposterous theory that Atwell's presence there was some kind of uh, black ops operation to, to make Justin look bad and to be mean to Justin. It's just horrible, and it's crazy. And it, it also opens a lot of wounds, eh? Oh, yeah. It really, and it, I mean, I have a very strange relationship. I've known Atwell for half my life. Right. Um, I, and I don't know if you want to get into that, but, I mean, it, it, it's really... You know, it, it really is a very sad and horrible, horrible story that um, haunts a lot of people. People were killed. You know, we lost all those Canadians in Air India. Um, there were hundreds and hundreds of innocent uh, uh, left-wing intellectuals, Hindu shopkeepers, peace activists, in, you know, insufficiently devout Sikhs who were murdered by these people uh, in India, in Punjab, uh, during the 80s when the uh, Harmanda Saab, the Holy of Holies, this, the Sikh Vatican, had been taken over by these Khalistani whack jobs, John El Singh Bindranwala, uh, Babur Khalsa, primarily. Uh, Talvinder Singh Parmar was the leader of Babur Khalsa. Talvinder Singh Parmar was the mastermind of Air India. I was interviewing Talvinder Singh Parmar when I was a boy reporter. Years before Air India, everybody knew, mm-hmm. right? And, I mean, I have my own strange association with all of this. I don't know if you want to get into that, but it's it's been kind of wounding to have all of this stuff reopened again. Well, and, and the point about ancient history and to, to suggest that, that Mr. Atwell was, was uh, just a young man when all of this happened. I mean, I believe he was in his 30s when, when he was ultimately 31. convicted. 31. Um, so not exactly a child. Uh, there was also, of course, the journalist Tara Singh Hare, who survived. He was my a, friend, your friend, yes, he survived one attempt on his life in 1988. And then they got him. They got, got him a decade later. They killed him. Ten years him. later. So that's that's a bit more recent, right? That's not four decades ago. That was 1998. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, here's the reason why it would be a war. This sort of thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of paranoia involved in this. Sure. Uh, on the part of the Indians too. Uh, you know, uh, but but you know. It's not just that there's, you know, a revival of Khalistani terror in India right now. It's not just that that revival is, is uh, that resurgence is uh, directly associated with uh, Khalistanis in Canada. Um, back in the day, Canada was a safe haven for these people. You know, take, take Talvinder Singh, the guy who blew up Air India. Uh, who masterminded that job? Uh, Inderjeet Singh Rayat was busted for. I knew these guys. This is the thing that drives me a little bit nuts about it, is that I've been writing about this with a handful of other reporters. Nobody else was paying any attention to it. And interestingly, it was all of the Sikhs back then, people who would say, form Jagmeet Singh's constituency. You know, they were people of the left, they were liberals who were saying, my God, the media needs to pay attention to this. Um, and I was this kid. I mean, most you know, it was because so many of my friends were Sikhs that I was sort of onto this. Um, and I happened to be 
in uh, Cork, visiting family, uh, Middleton, a little village in County Cork. Uh, on the, on, on, I said goodbye to my Uncle Phil June, June 21st, uh, 1985, I guess. And, 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 and a, I was in London a couple of days later. Uh, and the news was awash with it that the, the, the Air India Flight 182, the Kanishka, had gone down uh, off Cork Harbor, west of Cork Harbor, somewhere out near Sheep's Head. Um, and I'd been on that plane, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, less than a year before, that very airplane. Um, and right away I knew, I knew, I know who did this, I know who did this. And I was right. And there was nothing particularly exceptional about that because it was happening in plain sight. It was happening, you know, Talvinder Singh was wanted, was already running terrorist uh, assassination operations in India by then. He was wanted in India personally for the assassination of six people. Uh, And yet here he was in Canada, parading around, going fundraising, organizing, and so on. Um, and as for Jazz Paul Atwal, he was a member of the ISYF, which is a successor, a successor to the AISSF. Don't want to get into too many. It's a terror group, a listed terrorist organization. Yeah. He and his three accomplices were identified by CSIS back then as being ISYF. And the co-founder of the ISYF identified the four of them as being ISYF. And... Okay, and I, when I was in India, I interviewed the leader of the ISYF, Atwal's idol, uh, only a year before Air India. Um, I interviewed uh, Talvinder Singh's commander, uh, Sukhdev Singh. Said, "Yeah, you know, in recent, uh, but you know, in the recent, I don't know, few months, under uh, on 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 Talvinder Singh's direct orders." Sukhdad Singh had seen to the assassination of at least 40 people. Yeah, he admitted it to me. Um, it was all there. It was all out in the open. Nobody cared. And it was because politicians, mainly liberal politicians, but not exclusively, wrongly and opportunistically allowed it to happen. Uh, they didn't, and, and this is where they really got it wrong. They thought that, well, you know, we don't want to sort of tread, tread on the toes of Sikhs because they vote, you know, it's such a vote-rich community for us, so we better not make too much of a fuss of all this Khalistan business. Meanwhile, all the Sikhs were saying, my God, are you kidding me? Give us a hand here. I mean, right. and the, the thing I find really curious is that back then it was uh, New Democrats, it was socialists, liberals, uh, left-wing intellectuals in this community who were saying, these Khalistanis are really bad news. They're beating the hell up uh, out of us. They're bullying us. They're going around all the Gurdwaras. Reign of terror. Do something about it, please. And nowadays, it's very curious that if there is any kind of left-wing or NDP intervention in this, as often as not, it's to run interference for these guys, to apologize for them, to pretend it's not happening. In the case of Jagmeet Singh, Terry Molesky gave him five opportunities to renounce the Khalistanis that are still out there with all their posters and their paraphernalia and their television. Yeah, they they celebrate these board. guys. They're martyrs. Yeah. And and he wouldn't. And I and this is this is a really interesting thing about how, you know, the the politics of the left has completely upended itself. 
And I don't know whether it's got something to do with identity politics or whatever. But, you know, these people are still there in the community. And Jagmeet, you know, the, 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 the biggest sort of emporium of Talvinder Singh Parmar porn west of Ludhiana is in, on 85th Avenue in Surrey at the Dash Mesh Darbar Temple. Okay? Where was Jagmeet Singh's British Columbia headquarters when he was running for the leadership of the NDP? It was under the same roof as the Dash Mesh Darbar, okay? Now, this might not mean anything. This might be completely a coincidence. Surrey's one of the largest municipalities uh, in, in, in British Columbia. Uh, it's, you know, half a million people, whatever. Maybe it's just a coincidence that he was on the exact same address as Dash Mesh Darbar Temple. But how is it not relevant to put that question to him. Terry Molesky put that question to him on CBC. He dodged it five times. And at the end of that questioning, he, he said, well, actually, we need to reopen the Air India investigation. There are people out there who, who really did it. Nobody was convicted. Well, that's rubbish. Energy Singh Ray is convicted. We know, yeah. The B.C. Supreme Court and the later federal inquiry identified Parmar as a mastermind. Now, one of the conspiracy theories going around out there you know, here we have this conspiracy theory that the liberals have floated about some sort of black ops job, right? Uh, one of the conspiracy theories that's been floating around out there is that it was Indian agents, Indian, Indian spies were somehow responsible for Air India, if you don't mind. Well, what's Jagmeet Singh done? What's Jagmeet Singh done? He's basically, oh, well, there it is. He's given courage and comfort to all those crackpots out there. I mean, he might as well have said Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't responsible for killing Kennedy. Yeah, this is serious business. Yeah. And uh, India is a serious country. And Canada's relationships with India is a very, very, very serious file. And uh, this is how we've behaved. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it certainly is. Terry, we got to leave it there. Uh, NationalPost.com, I encourage people to read your piece on why this all still matters today. But I think you've done a great job explaining it for us. Thanks, as always. Really appreciate okay, this. Take Terry, care. Take care. Uh, Terry Glavin, author and journalist. And, uh, yeah, you can read his piece at uh, NationalPost.com. Quick break here. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.